What's up, guys? We are back. Uh, round two, actually. Take two of episode 28 of the podcast. Today's uh, Monday, May 4th. Yesterday, Sunday, Nate, our guest, and myself sat down, put together a great podcast for you guys. All the bells and whistles. You know, it's probably the best podcast we've ever done, in fact, but we'll never know because it was lost to not quite the internet, but lost to technical dif- difficulties. It is no more. We tried to save it, but it's gone. So we're back at it again. We're going to go round two and break down some fights for you guys. Uh, last episode 27, we talked about UFC 249. So if you want the breakdowns for that, all 12 fights, uh, everything UFC 249 is on episode 27. But we also announced that we crossed our milestone of 1,000 listens. So uh, with that in mind, we thought who better than to help us break down this uh, up, the next card rather uh, than our boy, the $100 giveaway challenge winner. What up, Juan? How you doing, man? What up, guys? How's it going? Feeling Good. like deja vu, I swear. <laughs> and that's funny because we've had to record this intro like six times for my fault, but all my fault. But hey, it should feel like deja vu. Thank you for coming back another time. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate uh, you guys. Always, always like listening to you guys. And you know, supporting a small independent <laughs> podcast. The way he says it, I always like listening to you guys. <laughs> Whatever. Damn Are you even telling me the truth? Oh. You bringing? Uh, he brought me a sandwich today. It brought me a Popeye's chicken sandwich. What do you guys? Where you guys stand on that debate, Chick Fil A or Popeye's? Yeah, I've been hearing Chick Fil A over Popeye's, and I've been hearing well the debate, Chick Fil A, Chick Fil A, Chick Fil A or Popeye's, and I've been hearing Popeye's chicken sandwiches are better than Chick Fil A. I've yet to have one. I wanted to order one on Postmates, but um, it doesn't give me the option for just the sandwich on Popeye's. For Popeye's, just a sandwich. It gives the combo. I don't want or the nothing. fries. Combo or bust. I know, and that's not me okay, off. man. That's not okay, because if I have the fries, I'm going to get fat. But if I have the chicken sandwich, I, I can kind of get away with it. My fat boy problem is that I can't order a combo plus just an additional chicken sandwich. It makes me order two combos. Oh, I, I don't yeah, want to do that. Dude, what the heck, dude? <laughs> so uh, you get two sandwiches? Yeah, two sandwiches, yeah. two set of fries. and I ain't trying to get that shit. And too much money. So, Juan, you brought me Popeyes. Is that where you sit on the debate? Yeah, I mean... I like Popeyes. I mean, it's the only one around here, honestly. Right I think I think you just like Popeyes because the the line to get there is not as bad. <laughs> so like Popeyes is better. The Chick Fil A in, in Foothills always packed. It's slammed. Yeah, I mean, even no, this one right here is always packed. Honestly, yeah, it's really, only, it's yeah. only one around. That's where, one is, around. where is it? Right off by of Los Alisos and Geronimo. Yeah, right by Sonic. Oh, and then the okay. closest by one the old gym? that's like up mm-hmm. in Santa Ana. Somewhere. Okay, exactly. Well, I'm not going to complain. You brought me a free uh, sandwich, and it was fucking delicious. I am trying, like you were talking earlier, you're not trying to eat that shit all the time. You're trying to get off it like it's heroin. You're trying to get off it, but... Yeah, man, I'm full as fuck right now. (laughs) And then I'm, you know, a little bit up there on cloud... You know, 69, oh, Rudy. Happy good. birthday, Rudy. Happy birthday, Rudy. Happy birthday, Rudy. And I have a tendency to get my guests way too high. I know Logan's coming here and he's talking really well. You can't understand him. He's super quiet. So I have a tendency to do that. But, you know, we're feeling good, ready to go. Um, this episode, we're going to talk about, uh, like I said earlier, UFC 249 is for the last one. Go check that one out if you want those breakdowns. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, but this one's going to be Glover Teixeira takes on Anthony Smith in the main event for the Wednesday card. Three cards in seven days. Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. So, Juan, again, congratulations on winning the giveaway, and thank you for joining us to break down these fights, brother. Hell yeah, man. Thanks you for being know, here. It, I always like supporting my, my friends and family, so whenever I can tune in or, or do whatever, I, I help out. Speaking thank of you. which, thank you so much if you're you know supporting this small independent podcast. And you listeners, if you're the type to listen to a small independent podcast, then more than likely you'll be down to uh, support small local businesses as well. So this episode, before we get into fight stuff, because we're going to get straight to that in a second, I'm going to give both these guys an opportunity. Anybody you guys know, anybody you want to give a shout out, make sure people are checking out in you know these times, helping out, supporting small business. Go for it, Nate. 
Yeah, guys, make sure you check out Strong Women Designs. Our girl Monique has an awesome uh, local business where she creates clothing, not only for just women. I know the, the, the title says Strong Women's Designs, but, guys, she creates some awesome men's stuff. She's getting into men's stuff like shirts, cool shirts, uh, shirts that have American flags that have guns on it, it just the way she puts them together. I know that sounds kind of generic and an American, but I'm, no, they're I, dope. I'm a veteran, so to me that's like, yeah. That shirt in particular is that, really No, sick. they look really good. It's all black, and like the, the stripes are bullets and the flags. Flag star are, are like a really edgy star. It's really cool, and there's there's plenty of other stuff, plenty of stuff for women. But she also is creating uh, custom mugs, and right now uh, a close friend of hers has a fam, uh, a close fa- friend or a family member. We'll say, uh, usually friends or family. You know, we pick our friends, and usually they become our family more than our own family sometimes. But uh, guys, um, I was it her son. Her son just passed away. So Monique's friend's son just passed away, and they're doing a fundraiser. So if you can go on Monique's page, you can find the info on where to donate and share uh, that post if you can, guys. Uh, her name is Monique Taylor. Find her on Facebook. It's um, Monique.n.taylor for her Instagram, which has a link to her website. But, yeah, guys, make sure you check her out. Support your local business. She's an awesome woman. And, uh, yeah, let's support her family. Yeah, do you have anybody else? I mean, I know you're obviously an independent coach right now, but anybody else you you know of that's uh, struggling, that's doing their own thing, side hustling right now? You know, other than in the industry, I know there's plenty of trainers that are trying to do their own thing, but it's not really happening for them right now. Um, other than that, uh, I know you, your chick, uh, Nora. Well, yeah. No, yeah, I'm going to mention a couple people. One, I know you had a couple people you wanted to mention. Go for it. Why don't you shout out some small business? Yeah, um, I wanted to shout out my, my girl Susie. Um, she's starting to do uh, life insurance and trying to uh, promote herself and get herself into that. She's pretty soon about to get her license in that, taking mm-hmm. the test pretty soon. So Nice. All Anybody right. that needs a hookup in life insurance, I got the plug. And that's one of those things, I mean, I don't have it myself personally yet, but the earlier that you can start putting aside some of your money towards uh, your life insurance and uh, and retirement for that matter, the better it's going to be in the end for you. So, yeah, I mean, and why not try to help support someone small locally? If you listen to this Mm -hmm. show, you probably know Juan. So if you don't already have a plug, get in touch with him. He'll hook you up with this chick, and you can start saving for the future so you don't become a burden on your family. When Inevitably, one, one of these days, we're all going to die. That's one thing that's for certain. So either that or John Walker as well. I know he's dabbling in that. But go small, go local, hook, uh, hit up one. And then anybody else? And then, uh, of, and then of course, Caesar. You know, he's that's got right. OC Party yeah, Rentals. Yeah, OC Party Rentals. I know they're doing discounts right now with the coronavirus shit, and it's been hot as hell. So hit him up, OC Party Rentals. Slide. Yeah, man, you can get a water slide bounce house. He has some of the cool stuff, like he's got the target where you can kick the soccer ball and it velcros or sticks to it, and all kinds of stuff. Um, not only that, not this, yeah, he's got a bowl, a riding bowl. He also does weddings and all kinds of stuff. He does everything, not just you know from parties to to formal events. Uh, he's the man to go to, and uh, he's he's super quick with his guys. And he's, not everyone has a pool, man. He's so. awesome. Yeah, man, he goes far too. I mean, I saw, I saw him go all the way to L.A. and like fucking Paris and like dang, yeah, he moves. Dude, he went up. to. France? Yeah, he, <laughs> he flew one of these fucking bounce houses over there. P E R R I S, guys, not P E R I S. Nice. Okay. No, he he hustles, man. He grinds. He's been doing this thing. He's got that small Mexican business. mentality, man. He's just he's working hard. He's and got I his little monkey Johnny. I don't know, boy. Our boy yeah, Johnny, Johnny works for him. Yeah, little Johnny monkey. Johnny's getting big <laughs> working for he's his. He's one ass. of those little strong monkeys that you know. Have you seen that video? That little monkey that fucking dragged that little girl. Oh, that was today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rolled up on a bike and then tried to hijack some little baby, some monkey to try to <laughs> drag Johnny it down right the street. There. That's Johnny. Oh, oh my man. gosh. Well, that's cool. Anybody else you could think of, or are you good? Or? Um, no, off the top of my head, no. Right on. 
<laughs> well, obviously, like Nate was talking about earlier, uh, my girlfriend, Nora, she got, has uh, dreamloudcollections.com, custom handmade jewelry. Um, just hit her up. Uh, hit her up on Instagram as well of the same name. Um, and mention the show, you get a discount, so that's always good. Same with Monique, you get a discount. Exactly. Well. So, And, I'm, of course, my tea. I know a lot of people have picked up my turmeric tonic, tonic, and they should be running low. So if you listen to this show and you're out, hit me up. Um, if you haven't tried it yet, let me know. You uh, mentioned that it's you got it, you know, recommended from this show, and I'll definitely give you a discount. It's great for your immune system. It's great for, uh, you know, these times keeping yourself healthy. And uh, it's just good for you in general. So check it out. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, Ricardo, uh, Neighborhood Auto Care. He, uh, <laughs> sorry, guys. He um, hooked us up. He gave us discount cards and uh, free oil change cards for anybody who entered the contest, the the giveaway challenge. So make sure you guys uh, DM me your addresses so I can get those mailed out to you. Um, but, yeah, small business, guys. Make sure to check them out. And, of course, last but not least, uh, MMT Fitness uh, on the 15th of this month, May, is what we're shooting for as far as reopening. Thank you guys so much for supporting in this, us in this time. MMT survived the quarantine. Can't stop us. Check out their Instagram. Make sure to stop by um, the gym. It's off of the exit, the 5 freeway exit, Avery Parkway in Laguna Niguel. First class is always free. So, small business, let's go. Yeah, guys, and if you didn't just hear Dustin when he meant to say is that he's going to get you these uh, cards, air quotes, that Ricardo gave us. They're forty per, uh, f- up to $40 uh, oil changes, okay? Or free oil change up to $40. And if you get a, an oil change after that that's more than $40, you get obviously like $40 off. So discounted. Other things like free alignment stuff, those are actually going to go to the people who entered but didn't win. So if you did enter and uh, tried... To uh, make yourself available to win this hundred dollars and show and you showed us some support, you're gonna get a, a card. We're gonna try to get those to you, so you have a chance. Go ahead and message Dustin or me on Instagram, um, and we will get you either mailed or you can come pick them up. These uh, discounted oil changes, free oil changes, technically, unless you got a fancy schmancy car and uh, free alignment and other things like that. So, guys, uh, you you still got to win something, so it's awesome. Thank you, Ricardo. And uh, Dustin's giving out little water bottles too. <laughs> Dustin, you looking at me so weird. Dustin like that. is literally drinking <laughs> literally wa- drinking water, water bottles that like you can the the airline like shampoo. You know, it's like the shampoos that you. It's like the shampoos that you get in a, in in the hotel, and he just filled them with you water. You take like two sips and it's gone. <laughs> but he's taking like fat gulps like they're fucking. <laughs> These guys are judging me. I uh, okay, so I wear that. No, wh- you don't. Shut the fuck. I, up. I you do not go outside. I do. On, he goes on power walks. I with fucking a, walk with, this a, with, with all the, the Karens around the neighborhood. <laughs> Karen's and Susan. They, they all meet up at the park right here down the street, and they're like, "All right, let's go on our power walk." Yeah, and then after their power walk, they go to the local YMCA and do water pool aerobics together. <laughs> none of those bitches are wearing this thirty-pound weight vest that I am, and none of them are tackling this hill that I do by the house. And he I says, put these little water bottles in empty sections because there's exactly a so it's not thirty pounds then. No, I don't see. So then you're just putting little water bottles in, and so it's like a ten-pound maybe. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Put this weight vest no, on. No, that vest is heavy. The and other go day, walk the hill my, yourself, motherfucker. The other day, he left <laughs> it on my chair, and I was like, why is this on my gaming chair? And I went to pick it up, and I was like, oh, damn, this is heavy. It's and a bitch. It t- I actually had to try to put it, like, move it. And I was like, man, I don't want to have to. I was lazy. But, but uh, none of that explains why I have them in here. It's just uh, they're in the fridge, and they were cold. I want some cold water from my fucking throat, so I brought them in here. Yes, I'm drinking water out of little mini travel like lotion bottles. Yes, guys, if you want to see him, let us know. We'll take pictures. It's quite <laughs> funny. 
But uh, anyways. <coughs> yeah, but I, support I, small business, including yes. the ones that sell these little baby bottles. Um, but uh, since that's out of the way, guys, we are going to talk about some fights. UFC Fight Night, Glover Teixeira versus Anthony Smith. Again, just to mention it, there's three fights in seven days. Don't get them confused. Saturday's UFC 249 on the 9th. This one's on the 13th Wednesday. And then the uh, last one's on Saturday. Walt Harris takes on Alistair Overeem. And we will have a breakdown for that one coming out soon as well. Uh, but for this one, we're just going to bank through them. We're just going to do one breakdown and prediction on the um, prelims card and then just do the predictions for the main card. Not nearly as stacked as a card um, as UFC 249 is, but um, as we predicted, they're going to have to just kind of crank them out because I think there's only 30 or so weeks left in the year, and they have to put on, I think, 41 more shows, 42 more shows. So like some good fights coming up. Yeah, so we as the fan are just going to get a shitload of fights back-to-back, so. All right, so with that out of the way, let's talk uh, about the card. So at the bottom, we have uh, Hunter Azur takes on Brian Boom Kelleher. Sajar Eubanks takes on Sarah Marais. Michael jo- Johnson's coming back, taking on Tiago Moises. Andre Arlovsky, Philip uh, Lenz. That's the prelims card, guys. And then Carl Robertson takes on Marvin Vittori. Ricky Simone, Ray Borg. Uh, Alexander Hernandez takes on Drew Dober. Ben Rothwell, Ovin St. Pru, main event. Anthony Smith takes on Glover Teixeira. So... We're going to jump straight uh, to the one and only car or fight on the prelims we're going to predict. Michael Johnson, Tiago Moises. Who wants to take this one first? I will. All right. Well, it's been a while since we've seen Michael Johnson fight. Man, he was a big contender for a long time. And then the last couple of fights, he's come out on some losses. But you know what? Um, I think he's going to beat Tiago. I think. Going to hit that one? Sorry, keep hold going, Nate. Oh, absolutely. Up. I think Michael Johnson's going to take turn it. Next. That's why. Hold up. Michael Johnson's going to take die. it, and he's going to win. I think unanimous decision. I think his experience is going to play, and I think he's going to be able to put it all together this time. And I think he's going to really, uh, you know, a couple more losses. I think I don't. I think it's going to put Michael back, and he knows that. And I think he he still has a chance to grow and get that title shot. He's still up there. He's competed with the best. So, I think experience is going to beat uh, the newcomer this time. Nice. Okay, you said decision, right? <coughs> Excuse me, unanimous decision, Michael Johnson, yes. All right. One, take your hit, get yourself centered, gather your thoughts, ahead, and then man. let us know. Go ahead, man. Sorry. Uh, okay. Go ahead. You can go ahead. Damn it, I wanted my head. All right, Michael Johnson, uh, as you said, Nate, he's been around for a good amount of time in the UFC. He's fought the best, at least, um, contended with the top of the division. I think um, if he were to fight his best fight, he could potentially contend for the title, believe it or not. He just has had some ups and downs, like you said. And hasn't really, his record doesn't reflect his abilities necessarily. So I hope for his sake that he's able to put it together in this fight, show us, remind us all how good he really is, and take out this guy, uh, Moises. I've seen Moises fight once. He's definitely explosive, getting hits hard. He's newer to the UFC, and I think it's going to show in this fight. Michael Johnson's uh, been in there before, knows how to uh, pace himself, and he's very, very quick and explosive with his strikes. So. Um, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna stun him. I think third round TKO Michael Johnson. All right, third round TKO Michael Johnson. Who are you gonna go with there, Juanita? Um, I don't know too much about this Tiago Moises. I like Michael Johnson. Uh, like you said, I know he's lost a couple couple fights uh, recently. Last guy um, to beat uh, Tony though. He's the one and only person in the UFC to beat Tony Ferguson. Just how, how long ago was that though? A, yeah, long, like, a long time. Like ten, like ten years <laughs> like ago. Eight, like eight uh, years yeah, ago. Exactly. That eight year, years ago. So. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll give it to Tiago, second round knockout. Um, like I said, I like Michael Johnson, but I'd, I'd give it to the, the guy with, that's younger. Yeah, and he's more of an explosive fighter. Yeah. Um, 
you know, just because he's young and athletic. But I, I think Michael Johnson has great stand up, and if he puts it together, man, he's he's a savage. Yeah, not taking it away from him or yeah. anything, but yeah, I know he's. You know, if it if it's the, la- the Michael Johnson we've seen the last like three years, then it's a high poss- probability that um it doesn't go his way. Um, he does so good in the first like two rounds, and then the third round he either gets hurt or he loses a close decision. But uh, this is a, yeah. a this is something that kind of can affect the entire card or all three cards actually is the whole COVID pandemic situation um, overshadowing the events. Well, the only reason I'm bringing that up is because Michael Johnson is fighting at lightweight. He's had other fights at featherweight. He's been at featherweight. Um, started lightweight, went down to featherweight. Showed that it definitely wasn't uh, the right move for him. It was a terrible cut. He's back now at lightweight. Other fighters are fighting, like we'll talk about later, um, a weight class up from where they normally fight because it's they maybe didn't have the conditions to train or cut weight like they normally would. So um, I agree with everything you guys were both saying. I just think Michael Johnson potentially, hopefully, rehydrated well at lightweight, settled back into this division. Like you said, he's kind of backed up against the wall a little bit. So um, hopefully he has a very good performance and we get an exciting fight out of it. Uh, Tiago Moises, to your point, uh, Juan, is kind of an X factor, and 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 that could be a good thing in this in this case. He's newer, he's younger, he's fresh. Um, if Michael Johnson's firing on all cylinders in terms of his, uh, his putting together his strikes in his hands, um, he's he's too fast for anybody at lightweight, in my opinion. So uh, yeah, he's gonna yeah. stun him. He's got I think. a great jab, and he's got <laughs> great underrated wrestling. Um, he's he's a good he's a good well-rounded martial artist. So. Like anti wrestler because he doesn't like to take it to ground, but he likes to keep it on the feet. So he, yes. he fends off takedowns very yes, well. Very well. We'll see. Unless yeah. he's with Khabib, definitely likes to bang No it one out. does well with Khabib. So that's a good point. I mean, a lot of people remember him mostly from that fight. Yeah. And I mean, it's you get some bias when you see someone get kind of ragdolled around like by Khabib. But then you watch Khabib fight everyone, and he just ragdolls everybody around. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to go to the main card. Carl Robertson takes on Marvin Vittori. Um, we're all not 100% familiar with these guys. I've seen both of them fight maybe once or twice max. So um, I'll start with this one. Carl Robertson's newer to the UFC. His last couple wins, one decision, one uh, submission win. Um, he's explosive. He's very big for the weight class for middleweight. He hits hard, um, but he's still kind of green. Has a lot of skills, but nothing. he's not necessarily great at any one particular thing. Um, Marvin Vittori is the one, uh, if you, you don't, guys don't remember, he fought Israel Adesanya to a decision, three-round decision, but that was about a year and a half to two years ago. So um, <clears throat> he's also kind of rough around the edges, so I'm not sure which way to go. Um, I can't even remember which way I picked when we did the episode yesterday. I think you went, went with Robertson. <laughs> Robertson, yeah, I think you did go Robertson. All right, well, I'm going to stick with that call, Robertson. I'm going to go by a decision. It's going to be sloppy. It's going to be – they're both going to be tired. Uh, might be, you know, one of those things where they could you, – you think one of them could finish the other one, but they're both kind of too tired to do it. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Who knows? I'm just kind of shooting in the dark here. Carl Robertson decision. All Unanimous. right. I'm going to go with uh, Marvin uh, because um, stats-wise, strikings per minute, takes downs per, takedowns per minute, um, just everywhere compared to Robertson, uh, Marvin is slightly ahead. And uh, he's got more experience. Um, and uh, – Fiera or Fiero, I forget his name. I think it's Fiera. Oh, that's right from yesterday. He, yeah, so I'm just basing their this, common opponent. Yeah, yeah. they both fought Fiera, but the thing is, Marvin won and Robertson lost. Also, Marvin's fought higher competition, especially with Israel, and went three rounds. Um, so I know this guy's a gamer. He's a competitor. He's hard to be finished. So I don't see a finish happening. So I'm going to go with Marvin. Uh, unanimous decision. Right on. 
Juan, go for it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, don't, I honestly don't really know much about either of these two guys, but um, I'd probably I'd probably go with Marvin also, knowing that those kind of stats that, that Nate was putting out there. Yeah, um, yeah, when we're looking at it, he's just slightly ahead. Uh, but also, just keep in mind, those stats for from the UFC stats website, and Carl doesn't have as many fights in the UFC, so I'm just Ab- sometimes yes. can skew the numbers. I mean, but yes. they're relatively evenly matched, I feel like. Yeah, even 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 the stats. Yeah, not not even just going off the stats. I mean, like you said, going off of him fighting higher higher, um, you know, quality fighters. You know, people like Israel. You know, going all the way with him. You know, not everybody does that. Yeah. No, it makes sense. So Marvin Vittori, you saying going is going to just carve out a decision? Yeah, I think decision. I think it'll be decision. Like I said, I don't know too much about him, so yeah, I'll probably just go decision. I mean, well, we'll know more about him now after. Uh, after uh, Wednesday. Yeah. All right, well, let's spin this thing forward. Ricky Simone takes on Ray Borg. This is going to be a really high-paced fight. Couple, I love Ricky Simone. Couple, I love him. I know. Him we fight. were talking about that. And his hair. Yeah, yeah. He loves the mullet. A uh, couple bantamweights. I used to um, have a mullet. Ray Borg, it's uh, important to note that he um, fought at flyweight a few times and has missed weight several times at flyweight. His last couple fights, he's missed by a couple, like more than just a half pound here. They're like a considerable amount. So this one's up at bantamweight. Again, the theme of people fighting a little bit up a weight class. He has actually missed bantamweight one time. So it'll be interesting to see with the situation going on in the world. If Ray Borg comes and makes weight, <coughs> I don't want to go mm. too much on a tangent but it's interesting it'll be interesting to see how the ufc given all their protocols and things going on like health and safety protocols and you know their skeleton crew and everything going on just to make sure this event can can go off you know what kind of contingencies they're going to have for weigh-in issues um they always happen on every card and i know they're going to be um you know being regulated by an athletic commission out of florida so it, we'll see if it's business as usual if you miss weight maybe there's a, a purse uh, percentage you have to give up, or maybe they'll they won't have the fight. Who knows? But um, I know Bama knows a lot about that. <coughs> Sorry, Bama. Oh no, Bama man, Bama's crazy weight cut, crazy at weight cutting. Hits the sauna and the jacuzzi. That that fool's savage. But yeah, Ricky Simone versus Ray Borg. Nate, are you looking something up? Did you want to go first? For some reason, I thought Ricky Simone was from Alpha Male. Then I realized that no, he he fought Faber. He's definitely not from Alpha Male. But he has that similar. That similar bouncing bob and weave style, but I feel like Ricky's very accurate with his strikes. He's very g- aggressive, great wrestler, man. Um, just well rounded. Like he's so well rounded when I see him fighting. He's only every time he fights, he gets better and better. And man, does he put on a show! I'm really excited to see this. It's a three round fight. Ray Borg's very experienced. Um, he's fought high level guys. Ricky Simone is starting to fight high level guys as, since he's fighting Ray Borg. So I don't see the finish happening. Um, depending how Ray Borg comes in. I know Ricky Simone's, like, super game, so I think even if he's overweight, Ricky Simone's still down to fight. He's like, whatever. Um, he just wants to fight. But uh, he's fun to watch, man. So I'm going to pick Ricky Simone. I think he's going to just pull out a unanimous decision. I think he's going to uh, be active, uh, and uh, I think it's going to be a fun fight. There's going to be no crowd there. And they could play in either guy's favor, but um, I think Ricky Simone has champion potential, and every time I see him, he grows and gets better. And that's important to see in a new fighter, somebody who doesn't just come back but gets better every fight and not the same guy who just grinds a decision. This guy is like just looks better and better each time. So I'm, I'm rooting for Ricky. Uh, Ricky, third round, obviously, or unanimous decision. It's going to go all three rounds, but it's going to be a fun, close fight. Juan, do you remember, did you remember the last fight where Ricky Simone fought Uriah Faber? Was that, that in one? Sacramento? 
Uh, I think so. Yeah, it was uh, the it's first time Faber yeah. had fought in a long yeah, time. Uh, yeah, I think I, I think I'm pretty sure I watched it. Yeah. So it was like really tense for the first you know 30 45 seconds, and then Faber lands his kind of almost you know classic overhand right, just super nice uh, and tight on the chin. Drops Ricky Simone first round knockout. Um, some people might you know even argue it was kind of flukish and stuff like that. I mean, he fought Petra Yawn after that, Faber did. So it's like there's no way to judge, you know, did was it a fluke against Simone or did he just and, get and, chewed and, up and by... And Yawn is like a, fucking a savage. Number one contender just yeah. got booked to fight uh, Marlon Marais, and I think that might have even been uh, off since the cards have gotten kind of postponed. But, but yeah, he's definitely soon up for the title. Peter Yawn, look out for that guy. But anyways, um, my whole point with that is that Uriah Faber, you know, and him had a good fight. People expected Ricky Simone to walk through Uriah. Um, Especially being young, yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, if you saw that, reflect on that, and who do you got in this fight? Um, I'd probably give it to Ricky too. I mean, I know he, like Nate said too, he's he's uh he's coming up and he's he's really good uh, as far as his wrestling and all that. Um, so I'd give it to him. I'd probably give it to him like a second round knockout. Okay. Very possible. Very. So this is what I'm gonna do is um, you guys both like, well, I guess the MMA like pundits or journalists might be inclined to pick Ray Borg just because of his experience and just because yes. of the people he's fought against on paper, right? Looking at him on paper, right? Um, so a lot of times I try to side with those and if I'm not going with my heart and just kind of like trust the experts in a way. Uh, but I'm going with you guys. I'm going with Ricky Simone. I think um, not that Faber was like a, um, a fluke, but I think it happens. Four-ounce gloves, you know, this is, anything can happen in a fight. He get, got caught really clean, so early on in the fight, that anything happens. Yeah. So um, Ray Borg is very, very, very talented. He's got a lot of outside-the-cage issues, and, and it's unfortunate because a lot of them have to do with the health of his kid um, and things like that. I love the guy. He's a sweetheart of a dude. I, I want the best for him, but he just can't seem to get those outside-the-cage issues together and, and allow him to perform his, his potential. Um, <clears throat> you've seen some shades of brilliance in some of his fights, you know, looking at him potentially fighting for the title. Like, he could do it. He's got the skills, but... You know, once to one time shame on me, two times or one time shame on you, two times shame on me, kind of a thing. Like he's just disappointed too many times. He's missed weight too many times <clears throat> for me to continue to back him until I see a significant change and improvement. Right. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> to your point, Ricky Simone. <clears throat> let's see, that's why I have my little fucking bottles of water. Uh, Ricky Simone is Ricky Simone has eh? has been doing very very good fight to fight. You know, getting showing massive improvements, fight to fight. Anything can happen for us, gloves. He got his momentum stopped to get favor a little bit, but I think you take that fight out of it and you look at his progression, like on a graph, he's just only increasing at a rate that I think will have met or surpassed Ray, um, anyways, regardless of outside the he's cage issues or not. He's already fought more than Ray Borg. He's fought one more time. He's got the same, he's got more ring experience. It's just the level of opponents he's fought. And the fights that he's had recently have been in this weight, Bantam weight. He hasn't had weight issues. He is big for Bantam weight. Ray Borg has fought at fly weight so we'll see if that size and power comes into it too so yeah. i know we're spending a lot of time on a lower fight on the card but ricky simone i think to nate's point is as one of those prospects that might be a little bit lower on the rankings but you got to keep an eye out for him he's getting better fight to fight he might have come in looking a little rugged like a john lineker just throwing heavy-handed hooks you know at the beginning but he's tough as nails he's learning yeah. quick he's young so keep an eye out for him and i think this is his time to overtake yeah. a name like ray borg and, he, and he's just got uh, insane pressure. He's got like a. He doesn't get tired. Watch you guys. Watch he doesn't get it's tired. Like fucking Indian Aztec Bro, warrior. Sorry, you have to, you have Aztec to warrior. you have to finish him. Well, he's, he's from Vancouver. He's from Vancouver. So I know it's weird. People always make that fucking mistake. Myself included. We're all racist just by the way he looks and all, his, all that stuff. But yeah, he's from Vancouver. All right. All right. Well, go for it, Nate. All right. Well, introduce guys, the next one. 
Next one is Alexander Hernandez versus Drew Dober. Um, this Alexander is going to be a good Hernandez. one. Oh, wait, sorry, I never, no, I, di- I didn't give my specifics. I guess. Oh, I, yeah, go ahead and do that. Um, um, bantamweight. I don't think Ray's going to tire. Um, he's either going to get knocked, he's either going to get finished, or see this. This is what I was asking for. He's either going to. I'll go decision. I'll try to do the safe bet. Ricky Simone, unanimous decision. All right. Well, guys. Now on to lightweight Alexander Hernandez versus Drew Doberman, Doberman Pincher. Uh, Alex Hernandez is eleven and two. Drew Dober is twenty-two and nine. Won no contest. So obviously we can see here that Drew Dober is the much more experienced fighter, but Hernandez has been not Sage North cutted, but he's got, he's been a huge prospect. When we got when we say Sage North, I love how you use that. Guys, it means that it's a guy who looks really good. And it's like getting good finishes. Maybe and gets match made it. against some cans towards the beginning. Start, starts at the bottom 15, and the next thing you know, UFC just wants to promote the heck out of him, put him with someone who's like top five, and then he gets smashed. You know, you got to remember, it's a career, and these guys still start at the bottom and have to train to get better and better each time. So, you know, sometimes it takes six years to get to the top five. It's tough. Three you years. don't want to turn down an opportunity, right? Someone yeah. offers you a contract. You're <laughs> yeah, like, sure, sure, but at the same time, you need to be honest you with yourself. Growth. Do I need progression? Do I need ring time? Do yes. I need, you know what I mean? Yes. So, like, even Israel, he's playing it cool and making sure it doesn't look like he's trying to hide from anything. But yeah. he's smart at saying, yeah, I'll see you, John Jones, and at, in the middle of 2021. He's given himself a year and a half yeah. to fight some other people to let his middleweight career pro- progress. But he also probably knows he needs time to get better. Yeah. But leaving on that, I think Alexander Hernandez is going to win second round. Uh, I'm going to say, actually, no. Yeah, I'm going to say second round TKO. I think they're both very strong fighters on the feet. They're both very well-rounded. But I think Alexander Alexander Hernandez is uh, a force to be reckoned with. He lost to Cerrone, but that was a war in itself. Um, he and he came that. back. He came back to win his last fight. And I think Alexander's got something to prove. I think he's he, he's a big prospect, and I think he wants that gold. So I think he's going to come out sharper, uh, and he's going to come out with the victory, a second round TKO against uh, Drew Dober. All right. Well. I don't know much about Drew Dober, but I'm gonna go with him because he's his because uh, of his name. That's why <laughs> Doberman Pincher, <laughs> and he's he, he's the vet, and he's I feel like he's gonna take out this this younger guy. I don't even know anything about him, but I'll give it to him. Third round decision. All right, third round decision. Drew Dober. I like Alexander, but yeah, I'll give it to. Drew. So with the contest, I don't. I gotta really listen back and make sure we're not goofing. But uh, if, when you choose decision, just say, you have to say split or unanimous because you get a point, an extra point if you get that oh. correct. And then two things I want to point out. One is that it's really convenient how the UFC is where we're looking at these um, uh, records. They display what's ever convenient to their narrative. If it's a newer person to the UFC, they may display their UFC record. If it's, uh, I'm sorry, their overall MMA record, sorry, rather. And if they've been in the UFC for a while, they may just uh, display their UFC record only. Like, for instance, if they've been in the UFC for five fights and they haven't lost one fight, but in their overall MMA record they have some losses, they might say 5-0 and oh because they want you to look like you're undefeated. Well, that sentence is correct if you say, oh, well, they're undefeated in they're, the UFC. UFC. They're 5-0 and oh in the UFC. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh, it's just interesting to me because I think Drew Dober's record here is overall MMA record. Definitely, I don't think he's had 20 or 31 fights or whatever in the UFC, right? Absolutely. So, um, when you say 
I'm not saying this is a wrong way to look at it, but when you say he's the veteran or you say he has more experience, that's overall MMA experience. You're both, I think they're both about equal in terms of UFC experience. Yes. Um, and so that's one thing I wanted to point out. And then another thing is Alexander Hernandez, I thought he lost that fight to Trinaldo. I thought Francisco Trinaldo won. It was a very close fight, but I thought he won two to uh, three to two. And um, Hernandez is good, and I think he's young, but he's youthful, and that um, youth in his mind is... Is he hasn't grown in into matured maybe into whatever it is that's going to make him the best kind of fighter he can be, and those, that's the things that seems to hold him back in his fights from what I from what I see. So I'm going with Drew Dober in this because I think he's really mentally strong. His last fight, um, who the fuck did he fight? In his the last up fight? kicks was he the up kick guy? No, that no. was uh, that's uh, Nico, Nico Price. Nico Price, yeah. <clears throat> no, his last fight was... Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Nazrat Hawkprost. A lot of people thought Hawkprost, he's the guy that looks like uh, mini Kelvin Gaston. Yeah. A lot of people <laughs> were really higher on, <laughs> high on him and thought he was going to uh, run through Drew Dober. Drew Dober KO'd him in the first round. So um, I think a lot of people, you know, just because of who Dober's faced, just kind of overlook him. And I'm going with Drew Dober in this one. And I get the feeling he's going to come away with the finish. So I'm going to go... I'm trying to think of second or third round. Let's see... I'll go third round TKO Drew Dober. All right, third round TKO Drew Dober. Boom, and then so the next one heavyweights. Yep, Ben Roswell versus OSP Ovin St. Peru. All right, so you want to go with first on this one more? Yeah, sure. Uh, I I actually like OSP, so I'll I'll do OSP on this one. Um, I know he's going up. What does he do? Wait, isn't that what's the thing he does with his tongue? He like sticks out his tongue and puts his hand out or whatever. Uh, oh, like yeah, an just OSP. like that. You look just like a. <laughs> No, definitely you, you not. Use your little yeah. water bottles to do it. <laughs> oh, they're both empty. Fuck. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, no, I um, like OSP too. But yeah, I'll I'll do OSP uh, second round knockout. Boom. Um, Boom. I know he's Knocking going up in weight, but uh, he's I feel like he's gonna be quicker. Yep. This is uh, one of those fights where uh, you know due to Covoid situation, uh, usually fights at a uh, light heavyweight, and uh, right now it's easier for him to just make heavyweight. So. Yep. Second yeah. round knockout, you said. Uh, yeah, second round knockout. Yeah. So, do you think he's going to maybe be a little bit faster? Faster. Uh, I think yeah, he's just going to be uh, um, like a little. Uh, I want to say his uh, stamina is going to be better. Yeah. So I feel like uh, Ben's going to probably tire out pr- a lot quicker. Sure. All right. Unless unless he you know gets, I know he could probably get the knockout right away too. Ben can. But it depends on how OSP plays the fight. If he uses that athleticism, moves around yeah. him, and makes Ben work, and maybe kind of tires him out by making him work. But we'll see. Well, uh, why don't you go for Nate? Um. So OSB is come usually at heavyweight. He's going to struggle or not struggle, but he's going to try to make two hundred five. Ben Roswell has to cut weight to get to two sixty five. Uh, OSP when striking doesn't work for him has to go to his wrestling. He he like his wrestling stats are more than his striking stats in fighting. So OSP likes to go to his wrestling, um, and the grappling in a lot of exchanges. Uh, he likes to strike too. He's got decent striking, um, but. Um, ben Roswell's a bigger guy. He's moving up. Uh, OSP's moving up in weight. So I think he's going to have a hard time um, trying to wrestle around a big man like Ben, especially when uh, he has to make weight. So, And I'm thinking, too, if OSP has, has to go up higher and make weight, that means he's probably not been doing crazy cardio, crazy conditioning because he's, he's already a little heavy. So it's not like he was training to be ready for uh, light heavyweight. So it makes me wonder his conditioning as well. Um Ben Roswell has to cut weight to get to where he is, so I know he's going to be conditioned for his size. Um, I'm just going to go based off of Ben. I think he's going to try to make up for his 10 uh, groin shots that he had on Struve, but I know Ben can finish the fight if he absolutely has to. I'm going to say it's going to be a first-round knockout, Ben Roswell. I think it's going to be an upset. Nice. And I don't know if that's the odds or not upset, but um, 
you made a lot of really salient points there, and I was following you on the train of like uh, OSP being in, in better shape for this, or, or not better shape, but just more prepared for it, and uh, because it doesn't have to cut weight and all these things. But then you think about the fact, like you said, when you're cutting weight, you're definitely out there hitting the road, getting extra miles in, doing extra swimming laps, doing what you got to do to get your weight down. So that's going to have a positive benefit on your cardio. So it works on the inverse. If you don't want to weigh less, you have to not do those things, yeah. I guess. It's like sacrifice cardio for strength here. Yeah. And He's going to feel stronger, maybe not as weak weight cut, but it's the conditioning there. Exactly. Even and if it, he added on, even to, if he pa- ta- packed on yeah. muscle during this time, that's going to reduce the cardio because the, the muscle is going to require oxygen yeah. and he's not going to be running along top yeah. of adding that muscle. So uh, you're right. We'll see. I think that's going to kind of even it out. Cause you know I think how, it's going to be even. You know how heavyweights get like yes. slobbery and tired at the end? Yes. So I think that all that being said, the, the cardio thing is probably going to even out because Ovid St. Prude's good. But third round, he starts to kind of slow down himself too. So I but think, is, yeah, I think is, that should probably even yeah. itself out. But Ben um, is slower in plotting. He keeps his arms out and up, kind of like DC does, right? Yeah, but yeah. DC has short ass arms, but similar tactics. He's kind of herky jerky. He's just like awkward. But in that sense, since he's huge and his arms are out and his shoulders are up, he's able to kind of be decently defensive, even though he's not too like doesn't have too much movement involved yeah. when he's like slowly kind of plotting forward. Um, and he's a heavier guy, heavyweight, so maybe even if he gets clipped a few times by St. Prue, maybe he's not going to get you know rocked too much because he's a bigger bigger guy. But, man, I I honestly don't see Ben being able to catch St. Prue. I think what Nate, or, I'm sorry, Juan was saying and the fact that he's a lighter, heavy, lighter weight guy, if Ovin St. Prue doesn't go in there just like, fuck it, let's bang, and tries to use his athleticism. And he's an ex-football player. He did wrestling when he was younger. Like you said, he is a grappling, heavier guy. So that's going to work against him due to the fact he's trying to maybe take down a gigantic mm-hmm. human being. But I think he could potentially just move around enough to take it into the third round. And oh, now heavyweight well, slow. Yeah, that, that should be his game plan, especially for this scenario. You know? and there's Will no, we follow it? We'll see. There's no crowd there to boo, right? So we'll see. I'm going to go over in St. Peru just to be safe with the decision. All right. Yeah. All right. Go for it, Nate. Introduce the main event. What okay. kind of decision? Oh, you go for it. I was saying this yesterday or that episode 27 with no crowd potential judges. Oh, I wanted to say this. Judges are maybe going to be off site. We were talking about this before when we talked about judging issues. But since there's no crowd and with the COVID situation, they need to limit the amount of people that are in one place. So anybody who could easily do their job off site is going to be doing that. So. Potentially, the judges can be off-site watching on the screen, so I'm interested to find out about that. That being said, I mean, we were talking about on the other episode, all decisions are going to be unanimous because with the no crowd there and the judges potentially being off-site and all that stuff, I, I can't, you know, I don't, I don't think it'll be any kind of split decisions. They have to be a true, very razor-thin, close decision to end up being a split, and I just don't see that happening. So. Yeah, me neither. All right. All right, guys, that leads us to the main event of the evening, Anthony Smith versus Glover Teixeira. I think it's going to go to Anthony Smith. I think he's just a fresher fighter. I think he's just uh, got more momentum right now. I think he's fought some hard guys. Not saying Glover hasn't. Glover has, man. He's been a savage. He's a veteran. I just think Anthony Smith is uh, is still growing. I just see him growing constantly every fight. Um, so I think he's going to be better at range. I think he's well-rounded. He's got great jiu-jitsu like you've told us before, Dustin. So I think overall Anthony Smith is going to be slightly ahead uh, I know we've talked about Glover on other cards, so I've heard about his BGJ and other cards. Um, so uh, I know it's not really going to go to the ground. I think if it does, it's not going to be much action. 
Um, I think Anthony Smith is going to be slightly ahead in the whole fight. So unanimous. To no, I think he's going to be another legend killer. I think it's going to be fourth round TKO, Anthony Smith. All right, go for it, Juan. Uh, I'll give it to Anthony Smith. I like Anthony. Um, I'll give it to him third round knockout. Um, I, if it, as long as it stays on the feet, I think he's gonna um, take over and and probably outperform uh, Glover. I know he's a veteran and everything, but uh, I feel like Anthony's fought higher competition. You know, he fought John Jones and went five rounds with him, and then now he uh, oh, and then he beat uh, Alexander Gustafsson over there in Sweden. So I think uh, I think Anthony's gonna grind him out and get the the third round knockout. Yeah, I don't know. I'd go back and forth in this one. Anthony Smith, uh, with his time off, kind of similar to what you were talking about with uh, Dominic Cruz in last week's episode, kind of making himself comfortable down there on the desk and, and being a suit, uh, making sure, you know, I'm not nothing against it. They're trying to secure a career for after they're done fighting. Anthony Smith has been doing that since his John Jones fight. I think he's really good. I think he kind of bloomed a little bit late. Um, he needs distance to be able to execute his uh, striking. He's good in the clinch as well, elbows, things like that. And, you know, in his time off, we've been seeing him do jujitsu competitions. So he's definitely well-rounded. I think, um, contrary to you, Nate, I think if it does go, well, it, it may or may not go to the ground. But if it does, I'm excited to see it because I think they're more evenly matched than most people give uh, Anthony Smith for. Because, like you said, with uh, Teixeira's BJJ prowess, a lot of people give him that credit. Glover's got to get inside, head and chest, heavy boxing, kind of like Mike Tyson style, like he does. I'm not necessarily sure which way I'm going, but I just... Glover surprised us later in his career, um, his last few fights. So, yeah, I just want to go with the old grizzled veteran, and I'm going to go Glover Teixeira. Gets it done with uh, a decision, unanimous decision. All right, well, that finishes up the card. UFC fight night, Smith versus Teixeira. Um, Juan, did you have any thoughts about last week's episode, UFC uh, 249 and the main and co-main event? No. I'm just kidding. No. Um yeah, no, there's gonna, it's going to be uh, some good fights, too. Um, I know you don't like Henry Cejudo. I, I neither, do, neither do I. I mean, I mean, triple cringe, he's called that for a reason. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I know he's – he's he, obviously, he's pretty good. Obviously, he's a champ. But I do not like him, so I'm going to go with Dominic Cruz. Um, I'm, and I'm going to go – I think it's going to go all the way. I'll just do unanimous decision Dominic Cruz. Um and then for the the main event, I'll give it to Tony. Tony, fourth-round knockout. Definitely Tony. Boom. All right, well, we, you know, if you guys are interested in our thoughts on that, go back and listen to episode 27. Nate and I both went with uh, Cejudo, and we both went with Tony. Uh, I don't remember my exact specifics, so you're going to have to go back and listen. But just to make sure, even if I'm changing it, I'm going fourth-round submission by Tony. Uh, Nate and I, we had a lot of different back and forth and it was tough. Uh, so go back and make sure to listen to that episode. And we want to hear your guys' thoughts on not only UFC 249, those picks, but this one, UFC Fight Night Smith versus Teixeira. Make sure to reach out to us, tag us on Instagrams, any social media, or use Apple Podcasts and that platform to give us your predictions and your thoughts on our picks as well. So um, thank you guys so much for stopping by. That does it for us this week. Make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts and a five-star rating, hopefully, if you enjoyed the show. Uh, make sure to check out all the previous episodes on all your favorite podcast platforms, as well as the Yo Radio app on MMT Radio. Thanks to Frankie and MMT Fitness. Make sure to get yourself MMT. a Fuck COVID t-shirt and a MMT uh, face mask. Thank you, Nate, so much, man. Appreciate it all the time for helping me out with the show. You guys, again, appreciate you being here. That does it for us. I am through. 
Remember, because I'm weird with words. Until next time, peace in and stress out. <laughs>